Money Catcher and Leadership Podcast brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Well, hey, friends, welcome to the podcast and Merry Christmas. It is Christmas week if you're listening to this as it releases, and I'm just so grateful. I don't know about you all, but we got this far. We are here in Christmas week, and I hope that you're beginning to slow down a little bit, wrapping up some of those final things that you need to do, and just starting to breathe deep because this year has required so much from all of us. And as we were kind of wrapping up the details for this year on the podcast, I thought, you know what, if I could just sit down in front of a cozy fire with a fabulous cup of tea, and it was just you and me, what would I have to say to you? And so that's what I'm going to do on this podcast, a little different format than I typically do. But it's kind of just that opportunity to sit down one-to-one and just kind of reflect on the year and just thank you for your leadership. Thank you for leading faithfully in a time and a season that required probably more than any of us expected. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for leading yourself well, because it took so much energy from all of us to lead well this year. And I want to thank you for leading your teams well. Because again, we had to adjust and do so many different things to figure out how to navigate this year. I want to give you guys today just a few of the thoughts and the things that I've been mulling over as I've been just kind of beginning my reflective process. If I'm really honest, I have been running, 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 trying to tie up loose ends with some of the clients and leaders that we've been coaching and working with. And I am just starting to take that deep breath myself. But I have started to like just do a little bit of reflective work, which I am such a big believer in. And I hope you'll make space for that over this next little bit before we turn the corner into the new year, that you'll just take a little space to think and to reflect and to, to pray and open up to what maybe you've learned and how you've grown this year. Because I think taking that inventory will be so valuable. And uh, so I thought what I'd do is I'd share just a little bit of some of the things I've beginning to reflect on as I am closing up this new year. So this is, if you and I were sitting down in front of a cozy fire with a good cup of tea, here's some of the things that I've been thinking about. And you know, whenever my leadership is challenged, I often go back to the framework for leadership that I outlined in my book, The Four Dimensions of Extraordinary Leadership. And if you've read it, you know that I base my philosophy of leadership in The Great Commandment, where we're told to love God and love others with all of our heart with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and with all of our strength. And it's my conviction that those four dimensions, heart, soul, mind, and strength, help me lead from my best. In that passage, Jesus is saying, love God and love others with all of who you are, your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. And you know, if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast or read some of the things I've written through the years, you know that one of my deep convictions is that leadership is really an act of love and serving to others. That just this opportunity to, it's really sacred work to lead and influence others. And so they deserve my best. They deserve all of me. When I'm leading, I need to bring all of me to leadership. And so as I'm reflecting on this year, 
I thought I'd just share some of what I've learned from thinking through these four dimensions, I actually kind of always go back to them whenever I'm in a situation that's kind of stretching me or challenging me in some ways. I go back to, okay, how am I leading with heart? How am I leading with soul? How am I leading with mind? How am I leading with strength? Am I leading from all of those dimensions? Because again, I think when we really lean into leading from all four of those dimensions, a healthier holistic version of our so leadership some of the things, As I reflect on those four dimensions and I think about this year, here are some of my own observations. And I might sprinkle in some things that I've seen from many of you. But when I talk about leading from heart, heart's really that relational side of leadership. One of the deep convictions for me this year has been the significance of the relationships in my life. When the world got a bit smaller, when I couldn't be on stages and I couldn't be traveling here, there, and everywhere and feeling significant in those things, it was the reminder of the significance of the relationships right in front of me, my family, my friends, my neighbors, my coworkers, just the significance of the relationships in my life and the importance of being with people who mean the most to me. Because frankly, you know, through the ups and downs of this year, The people who love you and know you are such a comfort, aren't they? That when things are disrupted and uncomfortable, the people who know us best bring a sense of safety and security just to us. And so I just was reflecting on those relationships and found myself so deeply grateful. I was texting with somebody who's really become a friend, but, you know, we got connected because of a work relationship. And we were texting back and forth earlier this week. And I was just like, I was a little um, emotional just saying, I'm so grateful for all the craziness of this year that we became friends. We, we began to work together and we became friends. What a gift. And so just paying attention to that. And you might, again, take, take notice of that, be thinking about that of like, who are the people that you're most grateful for this year? I think of clearly my family and friends, but also the gift of coworkers and clients and key partners, you know, relationships that we've built through the years, even in a working format that are just a gift and just such a a sweet opportunity to have relationships that can withstand the ups and downs. And so when I talk about leading from heart, I just am reflecting on the strength of working with others and the gift that those relationships are. And leading from soul, which is the spiritual leadership side of things, That one was a little more uh, challenging as I began to dig into it, because if I'm honest, the stress of this year has sometimes tested my faith, my trust, and my joy, right? The things, the fruit of the spirit that, uh, you know, we strive for as followers of Jesus sometimes was a little harder to access. The, The pressure of this year has challenged me to ask hard questions about my faith. Why do things like this happen? And where is God in all the midst of that? And yet over and over, I saw reminders of God's faithfulness, even, you know, as recent as this past week, I was reminded of just the way God has connected some threads throughout the last couple of decades of my life and created an opportunity that I would have never expected, right? That just seeing how God does truly work all things together for good. And sometimes we have to just trust that even when we don't see it all coming together, right? I have been reminded this year that I'm not really in control as much as the control freak in me wants to believe that I am. And I was challenged to confront those control issues when there was nothing that I could do about some of the circumstances and really lean into, do I trust 
ultimately that God is my provider. Yes, I need to work hard. Yes, I need to do my part. But do I really trust that God cares, he sees, he knows? Can I stay faithful even in the uncertain and the unknown? Leading from my mind is that strategic side of leadership. And honestly, this is the dimension that I most naturally lead from, and I'm really comfortable here. But when all of your best laid plans implode, you have to dig a bit deeper, right? And you have to think better. You have to think differently. And that was, is what this year has required from all of us. We had to challenge ourselves to uh, approach things from a different perspective, to think differently and strategically about the new obstacles in front of us. And, you know, we pray for wisdom, but God imparts that wisdom to our minds. And so being able to like lean in and, you know, there's a healthy place to process emotions, but then also to, to lean into the intellectual side of things to go, okay, now how do we move forward? And wisdom is really that insight to see beyond our experience, right? So it's the taking what we do know and what we do see, but then also praying for God to give us wisdom and insight and help us see things we wouldn't otherwise see. So this year has required us to think differently, to think creatively, to make the adjustments, to continue to lead forward. And that willingness to not give up, but keep trying was essential to surviving this year. And then finally, the dimension of strength. I like divisionary leadership. And the Bible tells us that without vision, people perish, right? Because we need the strength that vision provides. And yet, remember all those grand 2020 visions that we were casting this time last year? I mean, quite laughable and a little embarrassing because we had all these grand 2020 visions. And I was talking to somebody earlier this week and they were like, and 2020 ended up being the blurriest year we've most of us have probably ever faced. When the vision got really fuzzy, I know for me, I had to go back to my purpose. In fact, I remember very vividly sitting in this office that I'm sitting in right now recording this podcast. I'm sitting here, you know, a couple weeks into the pandemic and all of the speaking stuff that I do was canceled and clients were canceling. And, you know, and I just looked at the landscape and I thought, I, I don't know what this is going to look like. And I remember just saying, okay, wait, what is our purpose? Why do I do what I do? I'm sure that was a prompt from God just to kind of help kind of center me and bring me back to a little bit of focus. I sat down and I said, you know what? The purpose, the reason why I do what I do, the reason why I started Foresight, the reason, the conviction I have about my calling is to help cultivate healthy leaders to lead thriving teams. And what I knew right off the bat was that leaders were going to need to be supported. And so I rallied with my team and just said, hey guys, we're going to do what we do. We equip leaders. We help equip leaders and we help support their teams. And so however we can do that, we might have to find new ways to do that. We might need to find new hows because some of our best laid plans for 2020 are not going to work out the way we thought, but we are, we are going to serve leaders. And so we've got to pull ourselves back to purpose and going back to purpose is what guided me and my team this year. And it gave us the strength to keep moving forward. And so I want to just encourage you that um, maybe even taking inventory with those four things of just saying, you know what, how did I lead from my heart this year? What relationships did I cultivate? What relationships are significant to me? What do I need to just take inventory and just be reminded of when it comes to leading from heart? Soul, how's my soul doing? How's your soul doing? How's your relationship with God? And frankly, you guys, because of the inability to worship in person, 
it, you know, we had additional obstacles to some of our traditional means for connecting with God. And so in some ways that's been harder than ever. And so just checking in and going, hey, how's your soul? How's your relationship with God? What do you need to pay attention to there? Where did you grow in your faith? Where was your faith really challenged? Leading from mind, how are you doing thinking strategically and being able to try to put some plans in place to move forward? Because we know that we create the plans, but God directs our steps. And so we're going to be faithful to try to create a plan to the best of our ability, understanding what God might be leading us to do. It's easy to kind of throw our hands up because you realize you're not in control of anything, right? And so there's a tension to manage there of being willing to continue to plan and think strategically and try to figure out how can we still accomplish our purpose? How can we still accomplish our mission? In spite of the obstacles, how do we keep moving forward? That's you using your mind, your God-given intellect to help lead forward. So if you're a little gun shy of that, I get it, but I want to encourage you to keep leading into that strategy, thinking strategically that God has gifted you with to help lead your teams forward this year. And then strength. What is that sense of vision and purpose that you can latch onto? Yes, it may be a bit fuzzy. We may still have, you know, be only able to see a little ways ahead of us so far. But if I promise you, if you even go back to a sense of purpose, That will give you some clarity that provides visionary direction and ultimately helps equip you and your team to feel that strength of leadership. Because here's what I anticipate for 2021. There's a couple things that I just am mulling over. And honestly, I'm doing this as much for myself as I am for the leaders that I'm working with that I'm just trying to help us anticipate. Remember, my company's called Foresight for a reason that, you know, I just feel like God has equipped us and gifted us to try to anticipate what is coming. And that's super hard. But I do think that's part of a leader's responsibility is to just be a step or two ahead. We're not going to be leaps and bounds ahead, especially in an environment like we've been leading through this year. But our job as leaders is to have the foresight to anticipate what's coming. And so there's two things that are on my mind right now. And the first is, while the road may be a bit clearer in this next year than it was this past year, I think that it might be a bit harder. And here's what I mean by that. What I mean is that the landscape has changed, right? We're in, a, we're in different terrain. You know, work from home and flexibility is going to be key. The safety uh, of our teams is going to be key. Expectations of that flexibility and work from home, coupled with depending on the business or the ministry that you're in, you know, you may still not be able to travel like you did historically. Some of you lead in nonprofits that did work around the globe. And so that has all been shifted and likely won't shift back like real quickly. Those of you in service industry, you know, you've all had these major disruptions to how you do what you do. And while we have a little bit better understanding of how to navigate things The road, it might be just a smidge clearer. We may be able to see a little further, but I do think it's still going to be pretty difficult because we're navigating new terrain and we're having to kind of figure out the new rules of engagement, so to speak. So make that application to what you do, but it's still going to require a lot. And I don't say that to be Debbie Downer. I just say that to say, hey, you know, we're not going to magically turn the corner into a new year and like everything is like, voila, you know, it's like all, all great. We're still navigating new terrain, and it's going to require some new tools, which kind of goes hand in hand with the second thing that I'm anticipating for 2021, is that your team needs to be leaner, stronger, and more unified. And I've talked about this a good deal throughout the year so far, 
but we do not have margin for team members who are not aligned. The strength of your culture, that understanding of who you are and how you think, how you behave, and how you work as a team, the clarity of that will provide the guardrails that create alignment and unity for your team. And so if you have not done culture work, if you've not done the work to dig in and lean into helping your team be healthy this coming year, you need to do that work. There's not margin for people who are a little bit like off message or off, not quite aligned with the purpose and the mission. And so that clearly aligned team, a strong, healthy culture, engaged staff members is going to be critical because part of what we've experienced this year, I don't know if you can all relate, but in some ways it feels like we're working twice as hard for half the impact, right? Like a lot of what we've done is required a lot more energy and in some ways has been much harder to measure. And so that I don't think it's going to go away overnight. And so I think we have to work hard as leaders to make sure that we're doing everything we can to get our teams healthy and effectively aligned so that we can accomplish mission with as much momentum as possible. So here's the last thing I want to just say is that we need extraordinary leaders now more than ever. Like we need you to lead well. And you have been, you guys, I don't want to dismiss that you have led well this year. I want you to figure out how you can celebrate what you can chalk up as a win this year. For some of the folks that we work with, we created certificates of achievement, just saying, hey, you successfully led through a pandemic. So if you need to make yourself a certificate, make yourself a certificate, give yourself an award of some kind, because the fact that you led through this year is no small deal. So I want to first just honor that and thank you for that. And I want to encourage you that we need you to lead well. And I really hope that over this Christmas season, you'll take appropriate rest for your body, your mind, your soul, that you will pay attention to how do I rest? How do I breathe deep? How do I reconnect? How do I take inventory and how I've led from heart, soul, mind, and strength? And how do I move into 2021 with greater clarity. I'm not going to have it all figured out. It's still going to feel fuzzy, but what do I know to be true so I can lead well in this coming year? And after the new year, we're actually releasing a new leadership course based upon these four dimensions. I think it's going to be a great coaching tool for you, for your team. You'll hear more about that after the new year because every time I am in a season of leadership that is challenging me or stretching me, Coming back to the great commandment and its commandment to love God and love others with heart, soul, mind, and strength, anchoring into those four things gives me a level of clarity and confidence as a leader that is so critical for me to be able to move forward. And that's my hope for you as well. So after the new year, we'll share details of that. Next week, we're going to do a replay on the importance of strategy. And so we're going to have a replay for next week's episode, and then we'll be back in the new year with brand new episodes, ready to dive in and conquer 2021 together. So friends, thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of just this community at Foresight. We are grateful. You know, as I reflect on this year, one of the things I'm so, so, so grateful for is the privilege of spending time with extraordinary leaders like you, from the people who listen to the podcast to those of you that are on our email weekly insights, to those of you who we had the privilege of working with directly when I used to speak in person or speak via Zoom and be able to connect with you that way. 
If you've dropped us a line or an email, if you've checked in on the website, if you followed on social media, we are so incredibly grateful for the privilege of connecting and serving with leaders like you. So thank you for that. Keep leading well, breathe deep, spend really, really significant time with the good people in your life and have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.